This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to innovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear Mike Carnell, the host of the Twinovation Podcast. The podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, griffs, hustles, any way you're making them money. We're here to talk about it. And as always, I'm joined by my two oldest, best, and weirdest friends in the world, the identical Rosenberg twins to my left, David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How you doing out there? Who to my right? Jeffrey Rosenberg. Hola, mis amigas. Boys, how are we doing? How was our weekend? It was great. What did your weekend. boys get into? I was in Chew Sits. The Chew? The Chew The Big Chew? Big Chew. Jeffy? What you doing in the Chews? Yeah, looking at... What you uh, doing in the Chews? Wedding venues, you know? Oh, the royal wedding started. approaches. Well, yeah. So-and-so. Jeffy, what were you up to? Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You get into some shit? I saw uh, you briefly. Yeah, we had a brief hang on Friday. Brief hang on Friday, and then Saturday went to went to some parties. That's what's up. Have any fun? Yeah. Well, what was the weirdest thing that happened at the party? The like the thing weirdest thing, the craziest the thing. Uh, uh, bartender was really mean, but I don't yeah. know if you want to link them out because well, I think we're going to be going. Well, to let's talk. Well, let's hear the story and then we'll decide if we if we want to like them a, out. Just a mean bartender, you know. Like uh, I didn't. They didn't have a minimum. I only got a drink because other people are getting me drinks. That's what's up. People like to get me drinks. I don't know. I have that kind of face. You got the face. So I'm closing my tab. It's only seven dollars. What's it to them? And she goes, oh, "So is this it?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, this is it." What do you want from me? And Who then says, I, is this it? Yeah. A little rude, right? It's not the end of a five-year relationship. You're closing my fucking tab. And then, so I, I'm trying not to have any beef with bartenders, so I tipped her seven bucks, and I don't even get like a, like a, yeah. She didn't even oh, say thanks? No. Nothing. So she didn't send, she just sounded a little rude, not mean. Yeah, rude is mean. What, what was the bar? Uh, it's the one around the corner from you, so we're probably... Oh, the new one? Yeah. Yeah, we could... Ch- oh, is that the same waitress who was really drunk on my birthday, kept taking shots with us every time? Mm-hmm. Like, every time we ordered a shot, she, without asking, she would pour one for herself and oh, maybe. take it. Well, that sounds like and a she nice was thing wasted. Well, I don't... Couldn't even tell if she was charging me. Who knows? I wasn't buying the drinks. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that place is fun. You were you were down the street? You, oh, it was Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday. And that explains it. Busy yeah, was, boy. Busy, busy boy. boy. Damn. You got any beefs? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> Do you smell that? Mm. It's this week's Beef of the Week. The part of the show where we call out those who have wronged us. Jeff, I guess that that bartender didn't do enough to really get an oinked out on the beef. No, probably not. Dave, you got any beefs? No beef here. I'm all veg. Okay. I'm all veg. I'm a veg head. Okay, cool. I mean, I've had a pretty... I guess my beef is with our producer, Nick, who's... I mean, quite frankly, last week, I, I don't know what's going on with you, dude, mm. but last week you posted the episode early on a Wednesday, Ooh. and now I have to hop on fucking Twitter yeah. to defend your ass because you fucked up? Chaos. I loved it. It's bullshit, dude. And then this week we go to record, and he's like, you guys got 30 minutes. Black Mink Can't Jump's got an 8 o'clock sesh at the studio. He's trying to rush us out? Hey. He's trying to rush us out? <laughs> the number five podcast? 
say. Look, look, look Wednesday. I'll make it up to you. Yeah, well, I, I hope you do because a lot of the nation, I think we can all agree, boys, were a little upset when that episode was snatched from them. Mortified. <laughs> snatched from them before they could even hold their baby, their, their baby for one second. You put it up. Yeah, we get messages. You take it down. And, and not an apology to be had. On social media, I'm covering for his ass. He's drunk. The fucking Indians are in the World Series. No one's going on. He's flying back and forth to Cleveland. <laughs> you better watch it, bud. I wonder what happens to people who are listening mid-episode and then it gets taken down. Uh, they get mad and tweet at us, is my experience. <laughs> they get they start to question what's going on. Am I the only one that's upset about this? Well, you're not on the Twitter, Jeff. So well, you I feel like uh, it's a nice little Easter egg for people, maybe. You know, the, the, your, your avid fan who wants to listen on a Wednesday instead of a Friday. Maybe we'll start. Maybe we'll, like, uh, man, you know, maybe this ain't a bad thing. Maybe we'll do, like. If they get the push notification we'll randomly, every day, boom, up boom. at midnight, down at noon we'll ran- every day. No, I think we do it for, like, three hours, and we're like. If you listen now and you send us a screenshot, right. we'll send you some of Jeff's hair. That seems to be like we got a lot. I mean, we've sent it out before. Do you still have some of my hair? We still have a about a while ago. I forget what the prize was. How does hair keep? <laughs> Not well. Stinks like eggs. <laughs> Although it stank like that when we cut it off. You. Maybe we like do a little uh, prize, a little prize system to apologize for Nick's gaff. Mm. A little locket. We have a full envelope of Jeff's hair just waiting to be used. It's, it's in the fridge. It's in the fridge. You keep it like film, you know. You want to keep it cool. It's, in the it's deli organic. Door. <laughs> right next to the to, to the roast beef. <laughs> well, Nick, I you know, I of course I hate to call you out on that because I love you, but if you pull that shit again, there's about four or five interns that can do a third of a good job as you, and I'm willing to test it out. <laughs> I would like to still record in your home though. Fair enough. Fair. All right, well, boys, this podcast ain't just about beefing. It's about making money. Every week, for those of you who are new to the show, every week the three of us will we'll do a little roundtable discussion. We'll go around. We'll each pitch our idea for the week. Sometimes that's an invention. Sometimes it's an app. Uh, sometimes it's just a good old-fashioned scheme, petty, petty misdemeanor crimes, mm-hmm. theft, uh, a fraud, stuff like that. Any way to make the money, we're here to talk about it. And as always, to lead us off, our resident guru, a man who doesn't just think outside the box, quite frankly, I think we can all agree. He is the box. Big Papa Plump, the most smelly, with the most belly, Dave Rosenberg. What do you got, bud? Howdy, folks. How you doing out there? Good. Good. Yeah, yeah we're good. Cool. We're cool. cool. I got that cool. Nick stuff off my chest, so I'm good. Allow me to pose a question. Mm-hmm. Please do. What's the most fun thing you can do during the Halloween season? Uh, run around and get drunk in a costume. Uh, uh, you can scare children. Scaring children seems pretty fun. That's right, folks. It's going to a haunted house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not a big fan of haunted house, but I'll hear it out. Tell tell me more. Haunted houses are the best place to see awesome, crazy costumes. Supposedly (laughs) get the shit scared out of you, am I right? Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of escape the rooms now where you get like kidnapped and shit. Go ahead. Oh, interesting. But there's just something about being in an enclosed area like a haunted house that just doesn't Cut it for me. Okay, you need more. You need more. Folks, what I'm trying to say is that I think the haunted house needs an upgrade. Mm-hmm. It's time to put the metal to the pedal and Uh-oh. retrain the brain to get spooked out of your mind, man. What I'm proposing on this day on this podcast is a brand new spooked 
spectacular experience that will get your engines revving. I, I was for really hoping to get through this pitch without a spooktacular, but go ahead. I'm taking the fair out there, and I'm going to ask you to watch your step because we're seeing how fast this sucker can go. Metals, steps. Pedals. That's right, folks. I'm proposing a new type of haunted house that happens on a train. Ah, the there speed, are no pedals on a train. Was that the a- intensity? <laughs> the creepy conductor who just might fall asleep at the wheel. Ooh. This baby's out of control. <laughs> so will you join me on the train to hell where the first and only stop is your nightmares? Welcome to the train wreck. Tickets start at twenty nine ninety nine. All right, all right, all right. A topical pitch. I have a few questions. Again, was the pedal thing you did like metal to the pedal? Was did you think pedals trains have pedals? They might. <laughs> all right. I just wanted to clear that up. They don't. You uh, sure. What do yeah. they have? I think it's just a straight Some up sort of uh, like a throttle thing. I mean, like you got a, me there. I don't know, but I know it's not pedals. It's the hand pedal. thing. It's yeah, not it a, pedal a pedal thing. Well, no, it's a, it's a it's one of those things yeah, you like push forward. Air. Yeah, Could push still you be forward. Considered thingy. a pedal. One of those push forward thingies. A hand pedal, if you will. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. still a pedal. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, tell me. I think like, I want to know. There's got to be specifics. I think it's a good idea. Um, I for one, there's plenty of trains. We have the Metro North. There's a lot of historic trains in connecticut that's for what's sure. the theme like what era is this in what's the theme like is it a train robbery is it just a train gone wrong or there's not tell me more about well, that's it. a great thing every car is actually going to be a different decade folks Ooh, that's and we're, we're gonna, slightly we're, interesting we're going to start off Confusing. with the 20s okay and we're going to move our way up into the modern is it a narrative era. story as you go through the the time you better believe it my friend if you've seen westworld yeah. It's a little bit like that. <laughs> a lot of people are loving on Westworld. A quick tangent on Westworld uh, could do without all the melodramatic Western scenes where robots who don't matter uh, talk to each other mm. about things that aren't real. <laughs> well, I get that we need a taste of it. I don't know if I need a six minute scene of them being like, one day we're going to leave. Someday. And then a fly just goes on their eye. And <laughs> it's just they... like, get to the <laughs> fucking and the killing and whatever this maze is. I'm Dave, sorry if you're actually, not caught up. This idea reminds me of a little bit of that that snow movie. What was that? Snow Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. It's very a similar little bit. to Snowpiercer. You should just do you should just do a rip off Snowpiercer train ride. That is what this idea is. Folks. Okay, so it's switching because that what that doesn't include decades. Oh, different decades. That's like what? a End of the world, post-apocalyptic. Right. Yeah, like All of humanity is on a train. There's class systems. There's you know economics involved. Yours seems like more of a fun romp. What are the horrors in the let's say sixties? Uh, oh yeah, tell us what about the, the, the 60s. 60s car. Oh, don't get me started on the sixties because that's right in the middle of the train. It, okay, it, it is hell on earth. <laughs> the, the, paint a picture for me. What's the decor? Uh, and what and what is something? Just give me the scary thing that happens in the sixties. In the sixties, you better believe Nixon and JFK, and you know those kind of dudes were all about nuclear war. Okay, <laughs> okay. And how does the train reflect that? Oh, how does it reflect that? Uh, 
You better believe it, folks. You better believe <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I'm going to ask you straight up. Do you have any part of this train planned, or was it just a Maybe scary train? Maybe you look train? out the window, and it's some sort of screen, and you see a nuke going off or yeah, something You look out the window, lines. you're in the Bay of Pigs, right. middle of the invasion. That's kind of cool. And speaking of a Bay of Pigs, there's going to be, you know, because the most dangerous part is going to actually be walking between the cars. You right. Know? This is, this the is, part that could actually hurt you. Yeah. Because uh, it's a real train. Uh, and those are going to be uh, just draped with pig's blood. So it's going to be a little Very slippery. <laughs> you could get hurt. You think you have people sign waivers? I oh, mean, I imagine no, your insurance baby. premium. No? Not in the 60s. <laughs> you got to wait until the 80s car for waivers. Hey, 80s yeah, is folks. just full of lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Bankers and lawyers. Fat cats on Wall Street. Oh, I mean, tell us about what is your favorite train on the... Uh, what is your favorite car on the train? The scariest one. And go, go into some detail. Yeah, the scariest one's going to be modern day, folks. Because okay. we don't know what's going on in this world that... We live in. All right, and how do you reflect that in in a what I guess some would call a smallish train car? You, you know, you throw on a Hillary mask and a Donald Trump mask, and that's all you need for modern day America. Okay, <laughs> this sounds like a very boring train. It's just uh, lawyers. It's one that's just full of lawyers where you sign paperwork. Oh, the, well, the nineties can actually well, tell me about the nineties. The nineties is all about. Smash Mouth. <laughs> okay, that is pretty Zombie horrific. It's, Smash Mouth. You're stuck in the movie Mystery Men, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. just the soundtrack to Mystery Men is playing. You got that right, buddy. So what happens, Mystery Men. What happens uh, when you hit the end of the line? Do you take a, another train back to your origin? Well, I think you have to wait in line to ask for your money back, and then... <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. The price you actually seems you have to ride the train back. Well. Oh, you're gonna have to deal with the Wells Fargo representative <laughs> there, folks. Wait, does a train on a, like is it a circular track or is it just on like one? Because right. uh, you probably should circle right, back to where you I started. think it's its own track. You know, uh, the the overhead of creating a track that circles back would be too difficult. You so. didn't want to look for one. It's just, uh, yeah. I want this to be something that exists in, uh, you know, the upper forty-eight as well as the rest of the well, world. Then how do we get mm. back mm-hmm. to where our car is parked? Where we? Well, got that's on the, the train. most dangerous part, folks. And, uh, and <laughs> the I'm the some- fourteen-mile <laughs> walk through the woods. I'm someone that's hitchhiked before in my life, <laughs> and, and it I'll didn't. Tell you, it didn't go well. That's the most dangerous ride of all. Yeah, you got to hitchhike back to the entrance. That's fair. What about so children aren't going to go on this, right? Because children aren't. You shouldn't have children. Well, you know, it, yeah, I'm not one to tell parents how to parent, and let's leave it at that. Folks. <laughs> but you're not giving them an option to take their children home, so they would have to. I'm not your daddy, and I ain't your mama. You heard? It's a one, one hour, uh, two hour Uber ride back to your car. Fuck, man. And how much was it? Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine. A little cheap, buddy. A little, a little cheap. cheap. I don't know where I you're going to get. You're I mean, talking an actual train ride is more expensive than that. Yeah. Do you have and a you're do you decking train out your guy? cars with different different decades? And what, you got to up your price a little who's bit. Who's your up. train guy? The conductor, you're saying? No, or? who's hooking you up with this? Tra- are you going to buy a train? It's all municipal in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, elaborate? Municipal refers to uh, government entities mm-hmm. and... Uh, bureaucracy at its worst the, folks the a true horror if you will mm-hmm. our government mm-hmm. tell us more about the 20s dude. yeah what's the first car the roaring 20s all you're gonna hear is a roar and it's gonna be loud and it's gonna be from a dying pig so it's it's <laughs> a, a what's the decor what's the lighting the lighting Mm-hmm. It's strobe lights, because <laughs> if we've ever seen The Great Gatsby starring Leo... I don't think there mm-hmm. are many strobe lights. Oh, then you weren't going to the right room. 
<laughs> so it's it's like kind of a dark train with a strobe light and a pig screeching, and that's the 1920s. Oh, uh, you know, you got some, uh, uh, you know, Victorian dresses from people. Different era. Mm-hmm. Well, Victorian's not know, the 20s. A lot of those New Yorkers tried to relive that fashion era if you read the right books. <laughs> and what books were those? Uh, one is called The Roaring Elizabeth. Oh, beautiful. Um, I mean, Jeff, do you have any more questions for him? There's a lot of like shady answers. It seems like a lot of Uh, vague. I'm actually pretty, what are we calling this bad boy? Train wreck. Train wreck. That's what I'd call this pitch too. Jeffrey Rosenberg. I I like For David's $29.99 a ticket, a haunted train called the train wreck. Are you in as a customer, investor, or both? I think I'm in as both uh, for you, brother. I think it's kind of a fantastic idea. And I would, I would like to, I like a haunted house. I like being scared. You feel alive. I'm curious, uh, when is the photo being taken? You know, that we There's get There's got to be home? a photo. Are we getting photos? It's right, uh, right in the middle of the strobe light mm. and the screeching pig. <laughs> and I'd actually like the train to speed up a little bit. I think that would be exciting. I liked what you said at the beginning about possibly going off the rails. Mm. Well, with the conductor falling asleep? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Something like that. Do you just know? So if the, when the conductor, quote, falls asleep, does a train just start going really fast? And people are like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. Too fast. Like, That's- I think you need a little through line. Like, there should be TVs in every car with the conductor coming in yeah. at the end of every... Yeah. Or, like, remember when uh, Hey Arnold episode, when they took that scary train? Oh, yeah. And uh, there was, like, the, you know, you, you should be able to hear... You Maybe not, maybe not video, but maybe... You know, the over a PA system. Right, right. Oh my God, I fell asleep. We're going too fast. Uh, they've got to use the PA system. Oh, of course. That's how you know when the when when you hear the conductor. Snoring. Are you going to hire like writers or somebody to like stitch this narrative together? I'm stitching it. You're stitching it yourself. Yeah. Who's the main character? The main character is you. Me? Ooh. Not you, but you. Uh, All right. Who's I the antagonist? The antagonist. That's Bill more- Buxley. Bill Buxley? Well, it depends on the era. So there's no narrative through line for all the eras? It like changes every time? <clears throat> Can you repeat that question? <laughs> there's no narrative through line for the whole train. It changes every time you enter a new Maybe car. Maybe there's like a family and different descendants from each decade. Oh, that's they're all fun. They're all, all part of some, some bad circle, you know, bad One blood. car, the, the mom's missing. You're like, whoa, right. where's the mom? Right. That could be cool, Dave. That's scary. I like that. That's a good idea. You're like, oh, she died peacefully in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. How and did the sons take it? And she has her children out of wedlock, and you know, maybe maybe they're a little dicey. Yeah, I mean, I like to I like to you know, I'll speak for myself here, Dave, for for this idea. I don't think you have the deets or the infrastructure for me to be an investor or for me to be a customer. I'd like more stuff, but I'd love to come on as an investor, help shape the story, maybe help you find the right train track, the right trains. Yeah. If you'll have me. I, I would love that. All right. Well, it's 29. I think we got up the prices, yeah, too. This got to be like... Got up the I think it's got to be 80 to 90, bud. Plus, yeah. I think you want to go in every car with, uh, you know, you, it's a group thing, you know? Yeah. So maybe you take 8 to 12 of your friends, the group rate, and then we're talking... The group you know, rate could be 1000 bucks. Yeah. 1000 bucks for the train ride. And maybe there's something at the end of this train. Maybe there's a, a bed and breakfast type of scary spooky oh, house. bed and breakfast. Mm, that could be fun, Dave. You're like, man, we finally got off the train. Let's go up to this spooky house on the hill and see if someone can help us find an Uber mm-hmm. ride back. Right. And then you're, guess what? The ride's the not Uber over, The Uber driver bitch. doesn't speak English. <laughs> Ooh. And he's asking you where to go. He's talking about how cold it is. And he, <laughs> All right, well, let's hear it for Davey. You know, Very it's good, a topical baby. pitch. He's, he's doing his best. I love it. Very I love a good. good. I mean, I love haunted houses. 
I would do it all the time if I could. Yeah. I want to do some of those like escape the rooms where they're like, I read one today. People are doing things where if you don't get out, they eat you alive. Like they fake drag you and then fake eat you alive, but kind of do he? And it's very confusing. I'd like to do that. I did an escape room. It was pretty fun. Yeah, but I want a scary one where like, you know, someone gets hurt if we don't get out. Mm. There's, There's actual stakes. I like that. All right. Do you have well, to sign waivers for those types of Probably, things? so you don't have a heart attack or some shit. Mm. And you uh, can't tell them uh, how, do you, how you escaped. Really? NDAs. Really? Yeah. You can't tell anyone? Nope. Fuck that. I'll tweet it. That's what the NDA is for. Well, good luck, because I didn't actually sign my name. Lawyer up. <laughs> Lawyer up, bitch. <laughs> Car right. four. <laughs> All right. Jeffrey Rosenberg. Dave, good job. I'm really proud of you. Jeffrey Thanks. Rosenberg. Hi, guys. The the more enigmatic uh, of the two twins is slender frame, soft eyes, feminine features, mm. and a soft heart. What do you got for us this week, bud? Your, your scheme of the week. I'd love to paint a pretty little picture for you. Elementary school. Recess. You're out on the playground. You're goofing with your boys. Tell me, Twinovators, what's your biggest fear? Bullies. No. Bullies? Okay, maybe. Um, yeah, we might be on the right pop track. Pop quiz. There, pop quiz. No, pop. this is recess. Oh, this is recess. Yeah, you're in recess. You're uh, playing around. You're my biggest fun. fear, or in general, people's biggest fears. I'd like to hear both, to be honest. Uh, well, I was always picked because I was good at sports, so it's not that. But that could be <laughs> because you were good at sp- okay yeah so most I guess, people who are good at sports are kind of like the heroes of the of the recess aren't they well we all need villains don't we that's right we do that's we true. do uh, I guess bullies is Sammy so no because I was a bully too <laughs> um, I guess you know just get in a scrap get in a scrap okay guys I'm thinking a little more specific here I'm talking about getting pantsed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was really worried. Before your balls drop and you right. find out people are pantsing. Mm-hmm. Well, your balls don't like actually. Yeah, they don't like, physically. Right. It's a saying. But uh, you don't care enough because you, you, a lot of these kids in elementary schools, you know what you're wearing. You're wearing your mesh shorts. Well, you specifically don't wear underwear and wear either bathing suits or mesh shorts. Right. And all, I think a lot of kids are doing that these days. It's okay. all the craze. Yeah. <laughs> You've talked to a lot of kids. Hey, what kind of underwear are you wearing? I mean, Dave, you still wears mesh shorts to work. It's I mean, true. it's unprofessional, but go on. <laughs> All right. So now you're saying to yourself, El Huffy, can't I just pull that drawstring tight around my waist? And she I'll wish. tell you why not. That's uncomfortable, constrictive, and those bands are easily snappable under extreme pressure. <laughs> oh, man. Did something bad happen to you? <laughs> Today, I present I you the first you. <laughs> and only line of mesh shorts with built-in mesh suspenders to keep your peen unseen. Oh. oh okay. That's right, amigos and amigas. For the low price of fifteen ninety nine, you too can wear without a care. So the only question is, do you dare... Take the mesh test. <laughs> Very nice. Did I like black out a moment where I bullied you and pantsed you? No, but uh, everyone gets pants. Did you get pants? Oh, yeah. Who pantsed you? I, probably Zudo. Pazudo? Probably. Classic Pazudo. That's classic Nikki B. Yeah, dude. yeah. So these are the type of shorts where you not only can you pull them down a little bit, but they'll they'll spring yeah, back up. I would say the only thing. how my mesh works. What are you talking about? It's a firm, like it's in place. Is the me- it's not like yeah. a stretchy thing that comes down. No, the, no. To the no point man. where it will uh, help, uh, uh, you know, really 
screw with your growth hormones. Well, I'll say this. Well, it's not. I mean, you're not you're not growing day to day like that. You can always you can yeah. always take the Air hooks off the buttons off the back, and, and that's when I strike. Make, make them, and that's when I strike. <laughs> We're doing that at home before school. But gotcha. if the suspenders are on and you pull them down, and you you're going to come down with it, and it's going to look like you're blowing someone. You yeah. know, I mean, no, I don't think so. But, <laughs> but I you're also saying because if you pull from the bottom, there your knees are going to buckle. Dave's yeah, thinking yeah. of a, like an elastic thing, right? I mean, I my first thought is the only thing as embarrassing as getting pants is being caught wearing mesh suspender shorts like a fucking nerd <laughs> oh, it's, but get they, a belt i think they no you don't have you can't have a belt on mesh shorts so. oh but maybe you can and maybe, <laughs> maybe a mesh the maybe the mesh belt is the, the evolution mesh belt you know we actually played around with the mesh belt a little bit we don't like it, it. we don't we i don't get care your concerns it. about the we want to be yeah we want to be we want to roll around the playground we don't want to be confined by the belts that are tightening up our souls and and our our way of life really the with the with the crisscross <laughs> the crisscross it's a crisscross oh a crisscross in the back and then it's straight in front like suspenders i mean ba- you get out of the shower right dry off throw on are these is it underwear like are do you have underwear underneath these yeah of course okay of course good because that's not the case for you sometimes i think it was a fair question right that's fine that's fine and so you is this just so you can wear mesh shorts without anything over them? Uh this is so you don't have to worry specifically about the pantsing. And you wouldn't be you wouldn't be you sure you could wear pants over if you're wearing them as underwear. That's specific to my situation. I don't know yeah. if a lot of people do that. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people do that at all. I don't know if a lot of people are getting pants, but sure. I, I mean, think a lot of people are getting pants. I think it's an epidemic in this country. Yeah. <laughs> Blumenfeld has been getting pants left and right by Hurwitz. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. On the streets because... That's their you know, one beef. Wait, is their... he wearing... Bat- is that... I don't listen to You're the hanging pot. out on the street. You know, you're walking around LA. You're going to play basketball. He comes back from basketball. And he pants him and sees his dick? Yeah. That's so funny. That's <laughs> great. I'm actually really into that. That was their one big fight, I think. Huge fight. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's just a little... It's very funny, and you gotta do it. How many times were you pantsed as a kid? Probably four or five. What? I've never been pantsed in my life. Maybe because you've sprung your... You've caught... I'm you have quick, quick reflexes. Very quick reflexes. Yeah, very quick. I'm. Sh- no one's ever tried to pants you. I don't believe People that. People have tried, but I've, like, just grabbed my shorts, and right. then I, like, punched them. Right. Well, not all kids are as fast-reacting as you, which is why... All state. Our- Mikey the Cat. <laughs> Which is why our, our Mikey the cat, meow. Which is why our shoots is what we're calling them. Shoots, shoots. Why are That's they called a, shoots? C h u t e s c h no s h o like shoots. Yeah. Why are they called shoots? Because it's fun. It's playful. It's very now. Shoots. It's got no message. Like what's the met? Like there's no. It's mess? like shorts, but shoots because you're like oh shoot. You know you got pants. Oh shoot. No, you got your shoots. I mean, you know, it's growing on me a little yeah, bit. There's I mean, no yeah, I guess name. You don't always have here's to the motto. It. Here's the motto, guys. Okay. There's no flesh with my mesh. Oh. Shoots. Shoots. See, sometimes the name, you could be a little more vague if you got the tagline right. to go with it. It's it's true. True. You know, how much are these bad boys? They're $15.99. 50 15 15 Okay, that's a fair price. price Any other right. information you want to let us know before we, we vote? Um, honestly, very breathable. Very of course. lightwear. Classic uh, mesh. Classic mesh. Um, 
and you know you can be active in this stuff you can be very active in this stuff and it's it's that comfort and that security that you're not always going to get with that drawstring all right guys we're going to play a quick game of three on three shirts for skins all right jeff take off your shirt jeff i I take off that shirt and you know what Oh, I'm, the coolest the get, I'm the coolest kid. I'm the coolest kid on the, the playground. Yo, hey, check out this fucking dude, it, nerd. It's very, very fashionable. Dude. What the fuck? It's very fashionable. What the fuck? Look, check out his suspenders. He's a fucking dork. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Quick, rip his suspenders off and let's pants him. No one plays shirts shit. and skins in elementary school, Michael. People do. Well, say, what about... Not since you, Title Nine. Are you going <laughs> to... <laughs> are you gonna play? Are you gonna sell these to people outside of elementary schools? Uh, our main market is elementary. Those kids and are gonna school. play at the playground in summertime, and you're gonna play shirts for skins. But honestly, I would wear this with as well. Crisscross back <laughs> suspenders. I would wear this as well because it's very comfortable. And it, it, Michael, it keeps- oh, I would have. I would have thought more of you if I just saw your dick. You fucking nerd. <laughs> Very nice, very nice indeed. That's a hypothetical this, situation that saying, could happen. Maybe this isn't the market for you. Maybe you don't want suspenders on your mesh. Well, shirts. I refuse to play sh- uh, shirts and skins because I'm sensitive about my body, so I weigh. Dave, I would, would you try these on the guys on? You know I would try these on. I, <laughs> you better believe I don't want this little peener being uh, seen in the light of day. This sucker does not breathe well. That's true. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, I'm going to take a vote. Uh Shoots, David, for Jeffrey's fifteen ninety nine shoots the first pair of mesh shorts with built in suspenders. And what's the tagline again? Uh, there's no flesh with my mesh. Are you in as a customer investor or both? I'm in as both. Okay, yes. I love it. Love it, uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, I, I you know I I do think that you dropped the ball on that hypothetical, and that is a concern. Is just how fucking dorky the whole thing is. I don't think it's dorky. I think but, it's cool. But that being said, you solved the problem. Mm-hmm. In a fun and efficient way. Thank and you. your tagline totally sold me. I'm in as a customer and a Woo! Also, I think fifteen ninety nine is a very fair price because oh, yeah. let's be honest, the price of mesh shorts has skyrocketed. And these are exclusively a Thanks to Blasio. Models. Our favorite wait, was that what we robbed? Was that what we stole from? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mo. And KB Toys right next to it. Oh, yeah. A lot of oh, fingerboards. A lot. Oh, it's still a lot well, of fingerboards back in the day. Tech KB Toys. It yeah, was the true. same spot. Yeah, same spot. All right, well, Jeffrey, good job. Thanks, guys. Very proud of guys, you, Guys, you know what time it is. It's time for the mother whose udder we all feed from. Oh, did you write that down? No. Nice. <laughs> Mama Bear, Mike Carnell. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Round of applause, guys. Yeah, buddy. I don't read that. Uh, guys, well, actually, Jeff, this concern, this involves you. Uh-huh. Uh, last, was it last Thursday? You know, I was off work. We met up. We hung out. And we said, hey, let's let's just play video. We never get to just hang out right. and play video games. We bought Gears of War 4. We're doing the campaign. Very scary. Basically, uh, there's just a bunch of orc. I don't like, there's orc-like creatures. Orcs freak me out. Mm-hmm. Things that were created just to destroy very scary stuff. Uh, but we stopped at the grocery store, Jeff, and we were like, well, the first thing the boys need for a boy's day, snacks. Chips. We, and, I, and I definitely don't. I can't have snacks in the apartment because I'll eat them all. Mm-hmm. I'm a compulsive eater. I can't have them around. I'll eat it every, I'll eat right, everything. you got a lot of those rice waif cakes. I'm not. You know, Sarah's made it clear those are hers, and <laughs> I am not to eat them. But so we, so we stop at a, a grocery store. We got a bunch of chips, a bunch of dips. Mm-hmm. And then right as we're at the register... We're both a little stoned. Correct. Pretty stoned. Yeah. And 
I was like, go pick us out a dessert, man. Whatever you want. <laughs> First off, I thought we had way more time. And then the lady in front of us got rung up so quick that we immediately were up. And she already like scanned all our stuff. And then a person came, was waiting. And I was just like, didn't see Jeff. I didn't know where he was. And I was just, Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> and he just wasn't anywhere. I like called him. I was like, get over here, man. They're fucking... <laughs> just bail on dessert. Meanwhile, I'm, no joke, 10 feet away at the front of one of the aisles. <laughs> I couldn't <Staring. laughs> Well, just staring at snacks with your mouth open and drool coming out. Jeff comes back to the register with a classic Entenmann's pound cake, all mm. butter. <laughs> One of the best snacks you can have. Now, later, did we bust out some apple butter and put it on the pound cake and eat it? You better believe you it. You better fucking believe it. I loved that pound cake. Yeah. My favorite part of all of those kinds of snacks, you know that sticky, and follow closely, you know that very thin, also on the top of muffins, Thin, sticky, gooey layer. Yes. It's the stuff that gets stuck to like the top plastic when it gets pushed right, down. Because right. it's been sitting on the shelf for a while. No, it's, it's just getting... like the natural, like, it's the natural right. topping of a lot of baked right. goods. It's it just, just happens. The cupcake sweat. It's like a gooey, it's just like a gooey, thin layer. It's delicious. Right. I'm thinking to myself as I'm licking the stuff off my fingers. Why ain't the whole cake made this, buddy? <laughs> and that's why I'm introducing my new line of snacks called Loaf Topper. Ooh, okay. okay. Well, we've done it. It's taken the top of the loaf, not all of it, the gooey top layer. layer. <laughs> so picture a pound cake, Nick, an Entenmann's pound cake. I see you following along. We, the whole cake's made out of it, okay? It's a very mm. sticky, gooey thing. It goes great with ice creams. It's more of a compliment. It's not something that you're going to want to eat just by itself, maybe a little bit, because it is very rich. But at the same time, you can put that with like, a, a, you know, you, you can put it on anything. It's a sweet, sweet dessert. Comes in at seven ninety nine. It's just Mama Bear's, Mama Bear's loaf toppers. Oh, it's oh okay. So it's not its own thing. You're you're using it as a. As it a is its own thing, but you can also. It's got many uses because I don't think. If I if anyone's like me, it's too rich. You can't have you can't right. have a whole it's, slice it's of the, that. The foie gras of desserts. Yes, more. Yes, yes, that's great. Mm. It's the foie gras of uh, baked desserts. Desserts. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we can all agree. You know, a classic Seinfeld app, top of the muffin mm-hmm. to you. Uh, and they made a point in that episode that you can't have the top of the muffin without the bottom of the that's muffin. That's right. Well, I don't fucking buy it because I'm taking the top of the loaf and I'm making a whole goddamn loaf out of it. Well, okay? I do buy it, and that's why I'm yeah. in as a customer and an investor. Jeffrey, how do you feel I'm about in the as a customer and investor too, bud? Woo! See, something good came out of our hand. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of good things did. We had some good bonding, but loaf toppers is a pretty fucking good. Idea. No one's ever thought like that little sticky. It's like when you eat um, like Hostess shit, and it's like the right. things that get stuck right, on your right. hands. Why can't the whole thing be that? You're bottling <laughs> this up. You're selling it to the masses. I'm taking the best part of the best thing, and I'm making it its own thing mm-hmm. with Mama's Loaf Toppers. That's real nice. Very nice, Michael. Again, that's $7.99. It's available at any store, really. Uh, we've already gotten into Models? several supermarkets. It's even at Models at the register. Beautiful. It's right next to the um the energy gum. I like that. I yeah, like and the gift cards. It's right there. Energy gum they have there? Yeah, they used to. I don't Smart. know. Smart Gatorade energy gum. Remember, Remember that? those? Like a little Gatorade, Gatorade yeah. energy gums. Yeah. Anyway, boys, <laughs> great hat great first half of the episode. You know, I think we all well we, Dave came with the topical stuff. Jeff shared some really personal things and came up with a solution for it. And I'm taking over the baking game. Let's take a little break. Let's play some music, and let's come back and hear from the nation. What do you boys say? Oh, yeah. 
And we're back. Uh, J- Jeff, you had a nice realization during the break. The term I was looking for is a glaze mm. on top of a pound cake. And we're taking the glaze. And we're bringing it to the table. <laughs> You're choking on glaze. Yeah, I, ate, I had a whole pound cake before uh, before we came back. Guys, <laughs> do you smell that? Mm-hmm. It's this week's Catch of the Day. The segment of the show where we call out fellow hustlers out in the real world actually hustling making that money cool ass ideas this week we salute the techno marine underwater nightclub now guys this is is in beta version it's in new york city basically this company called techno marine invented these helmets right Mm -hmm. so they're helmets you put on their hose in the back hooked up to the oxygen system picture an underwater a bar just underwater and people walking with basically like futuristic scuba mask but the nice thing is you can fully hear talk drink you can do everything and you're just underwater yeah you can not make out because you (laughs) would have to take the helmet off but you can take a selfie but you You can take a selfie you get yourself a little underwater thing you know don't drown go to town at our new bar Techno Marine underwater. I don't know. I was just pitching a <laughs> ice, ice bars are uh, they're a thing of the past. The polar caps and with are global warming. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't we just go underwater? Water with bars, it? people. Because pretty water soon bars. all the bars in the in this city are going to be underwater. Oh, we might yeah. as well be the first one. Mm-hmm. I bet it's right. funny when people fart. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, probably because I yeah, think you're probably. wearing your bathing you, suit in there. You well, can't hide. Do you it. get my question? Is is like all the photos I'm seeing are people that are. It's really just your neck, your shoulders up. Right. From the top of your shoulders up, that's covered. Are you pruning in this thing? Like, are your fingers going to be all pruny? Most likely, Can yeah. you get oversaturated with water? What's the water? Where's the water coming from? Well, can you get oversaturated from water if you take a... What do you mean oversaturated with water? Yeah, are your pores going to be filled with water, and then the water goes into it's your skin, and then you explode. It's probably actually good for hangovers, though. Mm, that's, that's interesting. It keeps Dave. you hydrated. It could be good for hangovers. Just a bunch of people sweating whiskey into the water supply. <laughs> Guy pukes in his helmet. <laughs> it's helping. It's helping me. Well, I guess you can dance with these helmets on. So you're gonna have you're gonna have to filter the water. Otherwise, you're just in that. Also, I bet you dancing water. would look really fun because right. it's all slow movements. Yeah. Wait, how do you drink? There's a there's a nozzle for it. You there's sent me this video. <laughs> yeah, you f- you found it, Dave. You found this. I only do the uh, prerequisite three seconds on Facebook. It's for kind a of view. fun. There's like, <laughs> it's kind of fun. There's like a little dart. They have like blow darts in there. Oh, right, you can right, play right. darts. Cool. Seems like you know someone gets a little too liquored up. Those darts can become a real hazard. You know, mm-hmm. puncture the airline. Actually, I'd like to get away with. I like to be done with the darts in the bar. It's pretty fun. You can look at this. There's like a bunch of people. We'll post this link, guys. It's basically just like a fucking futuristic sci-fi water bar. Yeah, and it's right here in New York City. Maybe we should uh, start a little ad, a little campaign to get us to to throw uh, a bash, a Twinovation bash there. Do you guys have weddings bash. there? That's my next question. You want Under- an underwater wedding? First underwater you know, wedding. I could see Sarah's 92-year-old grandma strapping on a helmet, having a couple cocktails underwater. What is this place? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's hear it for Techno Lab Marine Underwater Bar. They're really, yeah, I think they're, Jeff, I think you're right. Ice bars are a, a relic. Mm-hmm. The sun's heating us up. We got to go full water with it. And they're pioneers. And nice. who doesn't love wearing a helmet at the end of the day? It's pretty nice. You know, you're not sweating. You don't have to worry about wearing a hat. 
I wear a lot of hats. I'd mm-hmm. rather not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, you could probably sweat in the helmet. It's actually probably super hot in this helmet. No, I'm sure it's cooled down. They're not going to like have you overheat. Probably not. That's a mistake. All right, a lot well, guys, of it's time for what I consider my favorite part of the show. All right, mm-hmm. you know, the three of us, the first half of the show, we pitched our ideas, but every episode we hear from the Twinovation Nation. You know, they'll they'll send in their uh, their schemes and idea, and right now. It's time for the nation to rise up. And this is, again, this is where we hear from our loyal followers who send in their ideas to ideas at twinovation.biz. They tweet at us at twinovationpod. They leave five-star reviews in our iTunes. Uh, and, of course, it has to be a five-star for us to read. Otherwise, get the fuck out of here. Sometimes they'll just send us on our Facebook page. Anyway, you know, we're always, we're open ears to the nation. We love their pitches. A lot of times, would you agree, they're better than ours. Oh, yeah. David, uh, Jeff, I do the oh yes, and I've been meaning to say it for a couple Is episodes. He stealing your thunder? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put that theory to the test and hear from our girl Emily. Emily writes, "Howdy, fellas! It's your girl Emily rising up from Canada, repping the sleuth crew. Where my cubs at? Where my cubs at? Where, Where my, my cubs at?" at? Where my cubs at? Where my cubs at? Where my cubs at? It's been a while since I did that on the show. I was actually thinking about it on the way here. I was like, I haven't sang that really catchy tune in a while. <laughs> anyway, for those of you who don't know, the sleuth crew is Mama Bear's Cubs. Dude, that's her fan, that's her, her fan club. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So Emily continues. She says, here's the idea. A reinvention of the, slushy, of the slushy machine. Instead of the classic layout, the flavors are chosen on a touchscreen, and they all come out of the same spout. This optimizes the mixing of multiple slushy flavors. Everyone knows that in order to get the ultimate slushy experience, you have to layer a variety of flavors in your cup. It gets better when paired with the app. Using QR codes, you can scan the slushy masterpiece you made, save it, and use it again by showing the code to the machine. You can create recipes on the app and share those recipes with other locals by posting them. This concept is very scalable, Dave. Very scalable. Think about the possibilities. Coffees, smoothies, alcohol. Stay scheming, dreaming, misdemeaning, and all that. Emily. I love it. This actually gave me a new idea. That's that a pretty good idea. You can write it down after the no, show. I'll I want to talk about Emily's idea. I think... You know, one of the things I noticed when I started going to movies, a nicer movie theaters had those like touchy screen soda things. Mm-hmm. Remember, like they now you can like do cherry diet coke with like orange Mountain Dew right. if that's your thing. Make a cream school. Who gives a fuck? Mm. Whatever you want. Save but, that QR code. Save that QR code. I basically I'm up for anything that allows me to customize my life as much as possible. And if it's taken to the mm-hmm. furthest extreme of slushies, I love it. Dave, are you a slushy man yourself? Dave, am I a slushy man? Yeah. You better believe it. <laughs> Jeffrey, are you a slushy boy? You bury believe it. Uh, I'm not, but I can be convinced. <laughs> I like they, the berries. They're the blue, too cold and I slushies. drink them too fast. Yeah, they're a little sugary. They hurt too. my brain. They're a little sugary, but I love a good, like, and listen, you can get 12 year olds on this shit because, first off, everyone's on their phone. Mm-hmm. Kids love that shit. I think it's a great idea because you can start sharing your recipes. Maybe there's. Maybe there's a, a girl you really like. It's sixth grade. You're going to the Seven Eleven. They got this new slushy machine, and you're like, "Hey, I've been working on this. Let me let me cook you up something." Mm-hmm. Well, I knows. think I know you. Let hey, me. Hey, what's cook- that under your collar? Is that a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get pantsed all the time. Please don't bring it up anymore. So you go, "Hey, let me let me cook you up a slushy. I'll save it. I'll call it the the Justine." Oh, this is the Justine. Right. A, 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 a hint of rose water. 
Um, a little bit of vanilla. And you know Justine's gushing for a slush. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, gross. I said they were in sixth grade. Uh, a little <laughs> vanilla. A little strawberry. And guys, just a hint of rosemary. Ooh. And that's the Justine. Okay, now this six-year-old's getting... This sixth grader's getting laid off this slushy. Right. Every time he sends her, he's like, hey, every, time you ma- every time you make one, think of me. I don't, I don't like know. That. Sounds pretty fun. Yeah. You could call it the cherry pop. <laughs> If you wanted to be a little more more uh, on the nose with what you're expecting out of Justine, sure. I wonder if young kids, the millennials, if you will, like what's the, the cherry popping thing is like. I feel like that's sort of a term that's dying out a little bit. Well, I think it's just I think it dying out because we don't know one. anyone who's popping cherries and we don't talk like that or need to talk like. I don't that. think we talk like that when we were I think in it, middle middle school. No, I definitely talked about popping cherries. Yeah. Because the Cherry Pop and Daddies came out, that band. And I was like, what does that mean? And my dad was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Talk to your sister. Talk to your fucking sister, kid. I'm fucking busy, Mike. <laughs> Leave me to my pound cake. And that that's how I got the pound cake idea. My father, he always had to have silence when he was eating his pound cake, okay? Get out of the fucking room, Mike. Don't eat all the glaze, Mike. Why are you scraping the glaze off the pound cake, Mike? Anyway. Pound for pound, worst father of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fucking pound cake. Kathy, fucking scrape the glaze off! Again! <laughs> anyway, back to the slush. I like the idea. I think it's fun. I would use it. I Every now and then, every every quarter, I'll get a slushy. Like once feel, a season? Yeah, just to feel That's young fun. again. And they you only know, have the two flavors, the red and the blue. But, and they could do pumpkin if they wanted to keep it seasonal. They could have done a pumpkin slush for mm-hmm. you, bud. That sounds pretty nauseating. But, right. yeah, I'll take uh, a set. Puke, man. That's all right. <laughs> well, let's hear it for Emily because I think it was a great. Very idea. well done, Emily. The gushy slushy. Well, actually, what's the name of it? Uh, there is no name. It was just sort of a concept. I, I really can't stress enough to all of you that we like. We names, love names. We, like we love branding, prices. We like taglines. Yeah, about it I'll a say we bit. like tagline. If you're going to submit, we like taglines. We like mm. prices. We should just we make like it good about vending slushine. It's like machine with All right, moving on. Guys, you ready for the next submission? You best believe it. This one comes from Kevin. Kevin writes, Lady, Lady, gentlemen, and mama bear, I'll let you guys guess, choose whoever's who, have I got a business proposal for you? And yes, I mean you, the host of the Twinovation podcast. Interesting. It's time for you three suave dudes to get some money for the thing you undeniably do best on the pod. One that you have a 100% success rate in. And can you guess it? I'll let you guys guess. Dave? Scheming and dreaming. Apparel. That's right. It's cyberbullying. Yes. <laughs> this noble and harmless practice dates back to at least 2003 and has proven to be a valuable tactic for humiliating and demeaning. How does the nation partake in this? Why, of course, the oinking out of those who have wronged Mama Bear, King David, and or El Jefe. And folks, it's time for those three heroes to make some goddamn coin off of this prowess. So here's the deal. The Twinovation Podcast has a resource no other harassment agency has. Are there harassment agencies? <laughs> and that's a legion of board pod... Whoa. Hey, he does not speak for me. And that's a legion of board podcast listeners just aching to oink some motherfucker out. This is a power source just waiting to be abused by three enter- enterprising young podcast hosts such as yourselves. Just this week, listening to the pod, a listener wrote in, and I quote, 
I can't wait to see who I'm oinking out next. Gentlemen, you have an army of loyal fans begging you to do free labor. The and Bay of Pigs, if you I will. mean, the, oh, the Bay of Piggies. That's a <laughs> nice day. Very, Very nice. nice. You'll, you'll catch that on the Roaring Twenties. Oh, no, wait. That's not the Twenties. <laughs> the plan is simple. <laughs> Kevin continues. The plan is simple. You guys... Open a website where people can pay a modest fee of around $60 and give you the Twitter handle of someone or some company that has wronged them. All you have to do is spin some comedic yarn about how this person has wronged the nation, and boom! The loyal fans cyberbully the shit out of this poor target, your customer gets the validation they so desperately crave, and the podcast crew pockets a cool $60. Hmm. The name is simple and brilliant. Oink Inc. Ooh. Oh, love very it. nice. We've actually already uh, trademarked all of that, so don't worry about <laughs> it. We know y'all love the nation, but it's time to get exploitative. Mama Bear's craftiest cub, Kevin. Very nice, Kevin. Very nice, Kevin. It's actually kind of fun because when I, I read that, I was thinking about like how Jake did that texting thing where he just like, you can pay, was it pay him money and he'll text for you? Right. Yeah. Well, we should just do that, except we'll just cyber bully people. I'm sure we can come up with some sort of what's it called, Dave? API is that code? Yeah. The, you know, it's a uh, it's a pipeline. It's definitely a pipe. Jeffrey, you know about coding, or what, <laughs> oh, what do sure. you think? Or how would you? What do you think? I want to know how you would implement his decision. Is this like a submission uh, we thing? Got, yeah. We you know we get we have our list of oinkable folk, and we, we get to choose because there is some, we some, choose there is a filter. You know, it doesn't. The money doesn't go in right away. We see if they're worthy and deserving of the oink. I'd like we a, don't just throw out these oinks left and right. I don't think it's fun for us to like have a predetermined list, though. Isn't the fun for the viewers to be like, this bar in my neighborhood wronged me? Right. I, I think I was uh, thinking specifically of like if it was somebody else. If gotcha. it was an oinkable offense against another person on the playground, say they pants you, that's an oinkable offense. That's, of course, an oinkable Any offense. establishment, up for the oinks. Also, someone on Twitter or on our bring that up. Yeah, someone on Reddit. our Reddit was like, "Why didn't they call it a snat out? Because oink's a funnier word, dude. <laughs> oink, just say it right now. Go, say oink, oink. It's oink. hilarious. It's great. Snout out. It's also a positive thing. So the person who asked that question, you're a fool. Uh, I think that it. I would want to stay away from like a friend, like someone big oink out my friend because. What if that guy didn't do anything and we That's just cyber bully this poor person and they saying. like they, fucking they have off to be themselves? Deserving of the oink. I think what, well, but I also don't want to start fucking putting paperwork on my desk where I got to do research on a subject to see if they're oinkable. This is true. This is true. I think we maybe we stick to like bars and restaurants and like companies, right? Maybe because companies. You know what? If the fucking Company government wants us itself. to treat corporations like people, we'll treat them like people. and <laughs> no, We'll bully like the that. shit out of them. We'll treat them like pigs. <laughs> you want to be treated like people? Yeah, you get treated like a pig. <laughs> oink, oink, bitch. We also have some like we're working on some oink merchandise for uh, for the winter time. So everyone, keep your ears and eyes peeled for that. Mm. It's probably going to hit the shelves around December twenty third if we ever get our shit together. We should probably do it before December so it can ship out. But anyway, Note to self. Uh, I love Kevin's idea. Sixty dollars a fair price for an oinking, David. You know, I think uh, getting that fulfillment of you know uh, having a nation behind you uh, is worth that in gold. Yeah. So sixty dollars worth of gold. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jeff, do you think sixty dollars is fair? Uh, I think sixty is fair. I think so, too. I mean, just when we went after Amir, the podfather, who still hasn't fucking apologized, right. and if you're listening to this, you know what? Oink him mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Just oink him out right now. 
Just to pause it, the episode and keep oinking him because he hasn't sent us a video I apology. I think if we went above 60, then we ourselves are guilty of being oinked out. Yeah, we, all we want is like enough money because that's split three ways. So it's basically mm-hmm. 20 bucks for each of us to oink someone out. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Then the Potterfathers probably get half. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> they do. They, they, they take their cut. I actually asked Jake and he was like, I've never heard, I've never seen Amir apologize to anyone for anything. So, uh, so good luck. I can see that. Very heated. Yeah. Now. But that was like it was like a sweet thing. He was like, I've never seen him apologize. I don't know how what you're gonna get out of him. <laughs> and you know what? Let's just keep winking him out. Everybody, pause it. Nick, what are we at? Fifty three. Pause it. Undownload the episode <laughs> from your phone. Redownload the episode of your phone. Get us those clicks. Play it again. Come back to this spot. Pause it. Tweet at Amir. Oink his ass out. It's mm-hmm. at Jake and Amir. Oink him. Send him the snouts, baby. Snout <laughs> get out. Get down in the no. Don't snout out, dude. It's an oink out. You get down in the trap with my piggies, dude. We getting our hooves dirty today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it for Kevin. I like something that involves us and involves a podcast, and we don't have to like do anything other than just bully someone. Which Agreed. Is the thing I've been best at my whole life. Boys, that's it. That's the episode. Solid ep. Solid ep. Yeah, Good the three of us brought it. Kevin and Emily fucking killed it. As always, the nation brought the heat. And again, guys, if you want to submit your own scheme, send that to ideas at twinovation uh, five star reviews in iTunes. Leave it in there. Send it to our Facebook at Tonovation Pod, or you can email Dave. His e- his personal email is the Big Davy the Big Davy D at gmail dot com. The Big Davy D. The Big Davy D. The D's are backwards though. They are backwards. So D's. Be uh, boys, we like to close every episode out. Plug what we're doing this weekend. We don't do much outside the podcast. Davy, what are you up to? Halloween weekend no. Yeah, I mean, are you around? Are you going to... Every year... Strong Island. Every year, Dave dresses up as Marge in a really janky but beautiful Marge outfit, which you have never cleaned? Never cleaned. Are you gonna, So are you in town for for uh, Halloween? I think I'll be in Long Island. But Why? it's on a Monday, so I don't know what... No, I mean, this weekend for Halloween. Uh, I mean, this weekend. I don't know if Friday or Saturday night I'm going to Long Island, but... What you know. is with you? First off, you're in Massachusetts last weekend. You're in Long Island a weekend before that. When do we get to hang out with you, bud? You're not even going to be here for... What are you going to do in Long Island on Halloween? Uh, there's some house party. You're going to go to Long Island for a house party? Yeah, it's on a train. Wow. Okay, I guess I know where Dave stands. Jeffrey? Linked out. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't heard of any Halloween parties. If you guys listen to this, tweet at me at your cool Halloween parties. Oh, yeah. I guess this will air before Halloween. Yeah, I don't know any either, but... Uh, I'm going to be a skunk this year. No, that's fine. What are you? Because I, I, I like to go as different. Sarah's quite the seamstress and crafty, mm. so we like to have a, a, a day where she. Uh, I'm just like a little boy that she's making a costume for. It's very fun. Last year she made me a duck. Oh, the I duck! Was was, a, she the, made the duck in a day. Well, then no, that took a couple of weeks because I really I had some, a lot of no, there's a big notes process, right? Um, you know, there was a couple drafts that quite frankly weren't up to my standards, and she can do the skunk in a day. I think because, well, so the duck last year, I mean, that involved several different textures, mm-hmm. several different colors, because I was a mallard. So you had your blues, your greens, your, gray, your grays, your browns, your whites, right, and a, a little bit of yellow mm-hmm. for the uh, bill. For the bill. She had to make a duck, a stuffed ducktail from yeah, scratch. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. She made wings that expanded when I opened my arm. It was actually the most, I have it saved. I might just go as the duck one night. In the, so this year, I, I want to go as a skunk. Right. Uh, I think it's a little bit simple. It's more like black, and you just put fur down the back. But I'm gonna have her put in a string that attaches to the tail Ooh. that's like hooked up on my shoulder, so I can like pull my tail up if someone's oh, getting nice. too close. You should do a big old that's gaping great. anus on it too. Yeah, I'm thinking about a little pink boy. Oh, yeah, just that's a little funny. pink boy there. That's really good. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna be a skunk. What are you gonna go as? You always uh, dress as a lovely, wo- some sort of lovely woman. Yeah, actually, Sarah gave me this idea, Rosie the Riveter. 
Oh, yeah. That's Which great. is actually why I was going to get a haircut. Didn't get a haircut because I have those kind of uh, riveter curls. Are you going right to shave now. for it? I'll shave, yeah. Great. I'll probably do makeup, too. You are such a beautiful woman every Halloween. Like, last year, were mm-hmm. you... Um, we should post those Fifth pictures. Element? Yeah. We'll post some... You know what? Come Halloween, we'll post some photos from our Halloween. You guys send us some of yours. And whoever we voted that has the best costume... You tweet at us. You send us your costume from last year. Or no, your costume for this year. Right. We'll uh, shout you on the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll go down. We'll mail there. you some of Jeff's hair. You, uh, <laughs> we'll tell you that you won, and then we'll email you and get your deets so you can have some of Jeff's hair. All right, boys. Well, everybody stay safe. Don't get on any, uh, any haunted trains unless they promise to give you a ride back to where your car's parked. And as always, stay, stay scheming, scheming and stay dreaming. A spooktacular episode. <laughs> Walking out the door, robbed the damn bank, got the chauffeur, make some more burns. Now an open screw, saw the day with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Over, over, buddy, getting, getting over, buddy. Over, over, buddy, getting, getting over, buddy. Getting over, buddy, getting over, buddy. Getting, getting over, buddy. Over, buddy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>